Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt. And you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Coil community. I've been working on my podcast voice, guys. What do you reckon? Very Jamaican-esque. <laughs> I was kind Jamaican-esque? Of a, a Jamaican-esque? Where did that come from? Yeah, I was going to say, you should be a game show host. I'm not sure if they have any <clears> game shows in Jamaica, or, or what sort of Jamaican are you've been to, but <laughs> hey, you know, whatever, kind of, whatever flows your boat. I was kind of hoping for that, that 1950s radio kind of sound. With the yes, that, no, that's not that, that's the empty spiral quiz sound. Well, it, can, it can be both. You maybe you can't use the empty spiral quiz sound for every other random noise, Mike. Well, we need like, we need a, well, we could have a jingle then as we start. Well, he needs a little jingle, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, I, I was oh, definitely right. going, and here is the news. But I, I'm not sure that works. But how here are you guys? The news. Yeah, yeah it's just a bit. You know, after Sin last week said I, she'd been working on a podcast for us, I was thinking maybe I need a podcast for us. I was going to go all posh, you know, and like, hello, here's the news. This is Meadows. Yes, Meadows. Hello. We are British, aren't we? Oh, yeah, very good. This is our accent. It's probably how the rest of the world think we talk, actually. Yeah. Like, oh, hello, what Where's get... your bowler heart? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. should probably just reiterate to everyone, we haven't been drinking at the pub. This is just tonight's uh, or today's, whichever time you're listening to this, topic of conversation. Absolutely. I was thinking, you know, podcast voice is, is the future. But clearly yeah. it's not. I think I'll stick to my London accent. London. 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 All right. All right, Governor, apples and pears. This is the other way that everybody... We, we, we either talk like um, the bloke out of Mary Poppins. Yeah. Eats a jolly old... <laughs> all right, Governor. All right, Governor. Oh, shit, they're Mary Poppins. <laughs> or a toff. <clears throat> and I'm... And I Sorry. I, I actually live kind of equidistant distance between the, the east end of London and Windsor. Uh-huh. So I can swing back and forth between her. Oh, I so we got, we got, we got, we got, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're a posh barrow boy then? Yeah. Uh, I'm a posh barrow boy. That, that is my roots. <laughs> you stumbled across them there, Mike. Anyway, sorry. How have you been, guys? Hey, it's all gone wrong. We haven't even started yet. And it's gone south. I think we have started. Yeah. I think we have. There you go. I'm London. You're starting, are you? You're starting. Started. started. You're starting. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good. How is How are Mike and Matt? I'm good, thank you. It's um, it's good to be back after missing last week. So it was that one. Come on, we, we missed you, Mike. Oh, I don't oh, know what happened. Oh, I was backstage working at a show. Yeah, that was good. Was it good? Was it from the sugar? <clears throat> no, no, just a local thing at the theatre. So eleven shows and all done and dusted now. Excellent, excellent. But you're back with us now, then. You're not going to go. Yeah, back. yeah, back for good. What likely take that song? Yeah. Barlow. Got a barlow. No. <laughs> oh, hello, I'm from Manchester. Yeah. Well, you say that, but I recently saw a post on Facebook. You said you're 25 miles out of Manchester. Oh, well, I don't, I, I'm only about eight miles from Manchester. Yeah, so I don't. clear this up. For anyone who's ever been to Mike's house, and yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go to a gig in Manchester and then go back to mine. It's normally about a 40 minute drive. <laughs> that is so true. It's <laughs> not far. I, and the time you went back by public transport, like two and a half hours of bus rides and stuff. But I'm, I actually am in Manchester somewhere, if you consider Manchester northwest England. Yes. <laughs> like Greater London is London, yes. Yeah, that is true, actually. If you're in a, if you ever, people that live in London know that if you live on the outskirts of London and you go to a gig in the centre of the city, it might have been another country. It takes so long to get there. <laughs> outskirts. How about you, Russ? How are you? Have yeah, I'm, you I'm good. I, yeah, no, well, I sort of just jumped straight in there, but uh, obviously we'll, we'll touch upon this, I'm sure, in more detail in a, in a, in a minute, but it's uh, 
release week of Broken Crown Halo, so I've spent most of my time spinning the uh, the vinyl out of my many editions that I've I've got. And I have to say, turn it up, you can hear some bass. <laughs> yeah, say that again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I I um I've been playing that album. I wasn't going to say it. Actually. I was going to wait to which one of us said that first, actually, and uh, rusted it. Uh, yeah. I've been playing that album quite a lot this week, and actually, I've uh, I got out my record player, so I've been playing that album. I've been playing Karma Code. Uh, I haven't got around to playing the others yet, but I've played two albums this week. But you see, we were talking just before we started recording about the versions, weren't we? And and you said you got your, you got your art book ready to. I so, did. I've got that to uh, open after we uh, wrap up the podcast. So I haven't seen it yet, but it has landed. Oh, excellent. Literally Mike, landed from Germany. And Mike, you got yours, didn't you? Yeah, I've had it um, a week now. So I got it before the actual release date. And I think it's it's beautiful. It's one out of all the limited things that they've done in the past, whether it be the medical box, which is uh, that's well worth having, as you both know, and other people will know. Um, I think this, in its limited quantities, you'd be mad not to buy it. I think it's uh, it's just beautifully made, and I thought it would be a lot smaller than it was, um, and the size of it's quite surprising um, when it arrived, and I think it's I think it's really well made and put together well. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I must admit, I was surprised at the size of it. I mean, I'd see pictures, mostly yeah. on um, CM Distro and... EMP, and it looked quite sizable, but you mm. never really got got a sense of it until I had it in my mitts. It's almost the size of an LP. Isn't oh it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a huge thing. Really nice kind of coffee table type book with the three CDs on just inside the front cover, and mm. lots of really really great pictures sort of scattered throughout it. It's, it's a really good, uh, uh, really good collector's piece, and I can imagine it's going to get signed by the band by by multiple people when they meet them. It's really good. But see, I, I I actually did really well out of this. So let me tell you a little bit of a story, right? I ordered how many? What did I order? Where did I order it? So, so I ordered the art book from Base.com, which is a UK site. That when I looked around, they had it for a reasonable price. Okay, I ordered the CD DVD version of the album from RecordStore.co.uk because they had the signed postcard. Yeah, from the band, which I thought, oh, well, I might as well get that one as well. Because, you know, I don't have any signed stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I, I thought, right, those are two. And then I got the vinyl from Amazon, and I thought I'll get the regular jewel case CD from Amazon. So that should have me covered. So I've got art book, CD, DVD, jewel case, vinyl. Job done. Okay. So last Saturday, the art book got delivered. Uh, and I was like, okay, cool, there's the art book, fantastic, wasn't expecting to see that before release day. Although, as I think I said when we recorded the the um, podcast last week, they were just thrown out, out the door at people, weren't they? There was like people all over Facebook saying, I got mine early. I mean, we're talking three or four, sometimes five days before the official launch date, and people had their copies, which is, you know, great news, as I say. Anyway, so Saturday, this thing rolls up, and I admit, oh, that's really, really cool. Thinking, right, I've got three more versions to arrive now uh the but what actually happened was um oh that's right no, i'll get you straight on the saturday morning the version with the postcard arrives on saturday afternoon because my friend's a postie so he kind of brought it around to my house said there you go he got his big box for you the the art book arrived and then on sunday i had a couple of emails from amazon saying 
your other versions, you know, the vinyl and the the regular jewel case CD has been sent off. Right, great dispatch, job done. Monday morning comes and I get the vinyl and another art book. <laughs> and when I look, Amazon have charged me for a jewel case, but they've sent me an art book. Crikey. So I have two. Score. I know, like, hey! <laughs> so I've got uh, two art books. That's on top of the fact that, uh, as you hopefully would have seen if you looked at the front page of Empty Spiral and on our Facebook page and pretty much everywhere else, so I can write stuff in. Uh, I've got a competition running this week. That's nothing to do with that. So there might be another competition when I give my second art book away. But I've certainly, um, I'll come on to the competition a bit. So I, at the moment, I've actually got uh, three versions and I didn't get a jewel case. And the weird thing was, I actually felt a bit hard done by because I wanted <laughs> one of each and ended up with two art books and no jewel case. I'm thinking, that's a bit annoying. I, there was a part of me that goes, I'm going to contact Amazon. Oh, I phone them out and go, you sent the wrong one out. Then I thought, what the hell are you talking about, man? Stop doing that. So I was in HMV today, actually, and I, I took some pictures on my iPhone, which I really ought to post somewhere, maybe like Instagram it or something. In there, they had the art book edition, the vinyl, the jewel case, and the DVD CD double. Basically, Am um, Amazon... HV had all four versions of Broken Crown Halo, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And the um, the vinyl and art book were together in the LP section, quite high up, right, right in your face. the The DVD CD case, what do they call it? Um, not jewel case. Box set. Not really a box set, though, is it? Is it? Digipack. Thank you. The Digipack. That was in the recommended section, right by the teals. With underneath it a load of reviews from Metal Hammer and Kerrang, which is pretty cool. So you know, again, that's on the picture. So it was like you know, really, really good. This, 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 and this. So that was excellent to see that. And then the jewel case one, which is the one I actually bought today because I couldn't resist. <laughs> Excuse me. That one was right at the back of the store, and it was the last one. So I picked up the last jewel case one. So I've now got all four versions. It was a bit of a, there you go, a bit of a long story, but suffice to say, I've got all four versions of Broken Crown Halo. I was going to say, you're never satisfied. And to think you even get a free CD, complimentary, in with your LP. All right, it doesn't have a case, but, you know, that's, that's, that's how point. dedicated that's you are. You point. want that bit of plastic with some shiny paper in it. I want all four. I want them all. We're English. We demand everything. Yeah, I, I just Correct. Have them. In its I proper place. Them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I just needed all four of them. I just don't know why. I just had to have them. So there you go. I've got all four versions now. I'm very happy. Uh, and, I was, and I was quite happy to actually see them in... In um, HMV. So, yeah, I, I, back to the LP. I've been playing that as well. And uh, it reminded me how much I like playing LPs. So I need to dig out the rest of my LPs now and play them. It's got that warm, crisp, analogue sound. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, playing the uh, the B-side to the, the Enjoy the Silence 7-inch. I'm going yeah. to crank that one up to 11. Crank it out to 11. Let yeah. your speakers bleed. Absolutely. Get that noise. Make it loud. Anyway, so <laughs> that's my little story about Broken Crown Halo. <laughs> um, as I said earlier, we've got competition running at the moment, and it actually finishes on the 7th of April, which is essentially a week after the... Re well, yeah, pretty much a week after the re so uh, next Tuesday. Uh, it's really, really simple. The details are on the front page of ES. It's completely free, uh, and all you need to do is send a... Email to competitionemptyspiral.net, 20 words or less, how excited you are about the release of Broken Crown Halo. And then go into a draw, 
and you can win a free version of the art book edition so if you're having difficulty finding it or if you won't give one away or you just just really want to get one then make sure you enter the competition say it's totally and utterly free there is no catch we will not spam your email address with stuff uh each totally an opportunity for lucunicor fans around the world to get a chance to pick up a limited version of broken crown halo can't say fair on that really so what else been up to then oh april fools so uh did you see it yep i was very pleased I, I spent most of Sunday working on an April Fool's. Now, for those of you who've been to Empty Spiral in the last decade will know that there's there's always something going on on the 1st of April. We've had a few over the years. I really ought to compile a list of all of our April Fool's. Uh, this year was um, uh, Halo Crown Broken, which is uh, the, the kind of the reverse of Broken Crown Halo. And I like the idea that you could play them side by side and create a rich soundscape, both of roaring and yodeling. With the sitars and the mandolins and the ukuleles. I don't think anybody bought it for more than about 10 seconds. But uh, I quite like the idea of it. And when I sent it, sent it over to the band, um, they loved it. They thought it was hilarious. I, just so that everybody's aware, actually, I've made a point of sending over my April Fools to Lacuna Core first for them to have a look at. I never used to do this. But one year, I mean, we're going back now probably to 2006, 2007. And... This is no joke. I put on the April Fools Lacuna Core to be on the next Guitar Hero, thinking that that was you know just a crazy thing because at the time Guitar Hero had just come out, it was really really new. And I got a note back saying, "How did you know we we're about to sort of go on the next Guitar Hero?" And I went, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> and no, they weren't. They were, it was that year that they were on. I think it was Our Truth. So yeah, it must have been about two thousand six, two thousand seven, and it was on Guitar Hero two or three or whatever it was at the time. But I didn't know that. I just randomly came up with this idea for an April Fool's. I need to find out that's exactly what was about to happen in the next six weeks. So I had to change it quickly, as I recall. Otherwise, it would have been seen as a leak and I don't know what kinds of stuff would have happened anyway. Yeah, so that was the uh, the April Fool's. Uh, Halo Crown Broken. I'm still looking forward to seeing it. And, and of course, we're still waiting on um, them to release their rap album from last year. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen that anywhere, anyway. Bit of Peche. Yeah, a bit of peche. Well, it's got to be done, isn't it? It's got to be done. So anyway, um, oh. what else was I going to say? Magazines this week. I don't know about wherever it is you're listening from, but in the UK, this month's magazines are absolutely chock full of Lacuna Core articles and reviews, as we would kind of hope. T- today I picked up Powerplay, Terrorizer, Metal Hammer, um, Kerrang! and Big Cheese magazines. I think that's called them all. Uh, all of which had something about Lacuna Coin. It was an article or a review of the album or whatever. So I'll be posting some more information on Empty Spiral probably before this goes live, actually. So over the course of the next couple of days. But yeah, they're everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. And I and the um the article in Kerrang this week is uh I can't remember what it's called. Anatomy, is it? Christina? Well, it's kind of took a quick interview. Uh, so what, questions. Yeah, questions. it's a it's a half pager talking to Christina about stuff, and again, uh, the the picture that was taken, which is her with a coffee jar, holding a coffee jar, that was taken as part of the same photo shoot as the Game of Thrones type thing. Was I've still got to get round to, to posting those uh, behind the scenes photos, so they'll be definitely going online 
either tonight or over the weekend. Uh, it won't be tomorrow because I'm going to the Smiths tomorrow. Well, not the real Smiths, the Smiths indeed in London for a gig because I, I love the Smiths. So. But it might be Saturday, it might be Sunday, if it's not tonight. By the way, we're recording this on uh, Thursday the 3rd of April. Um, what else we got to say? Oh, yeah, the, the release show. So you guys didn't get over to it then? No. I wish I had have done it. We sent our spies. Yes, we, we, we sent flocks of spies empty over spiral, there. Empty spiral spies in attendance. Yeah, Tara got there, didn't she? Yeah. yeah Tara, yeah. excellent. It was yeah. good to see her there. And of course, Laura was there. And uh, it, was, it was great to see people from the week. Like, Hello, look, they're, they're, this girl's there. Hello. 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 That was fantastic uh, to, to see the girls over there uh, at the show. Looks like it was a really good show as well. Um, set list was good. Lots of varied songs. Played Zombies, which I love. Love Zombies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that was good. And um, I saw the pic- the pictures and the video outside of loads of people queuing up for it. So looks like it's uh, proving to be very, very popular. We don't have anything specific to talk about this week because we kind of... What, what's the point we're all going to want to talk about Broken Crown Halo? Of course, we've got our review later on, which is Invisible Light. But I guess before we come on to that, and I appreciate that we're going to formally review this album and every song on it in a podcast podcast in the future. But what's your first thoughts, guys? We've probably posted a lot on Facebook and websites, and I've posted on ES, of course. But what's your thoughts? Or, you know, high level first impressions. Do you like this album? Is it a winner? What do you reckon, Russ? I think this album is an absolute belter. And I would dare to say it's probably the most consistent record from start to finish that the band have ever released song to song. I don't like to use the word filler or skippable, but there are no such tracks on this record. It's just relentless. The quality of the songwriting is great. The lyrics are dark and moody. Um, there's a song on there, as we've mentioned before, for, for everyone. And there's so many different textures to to the songs. You know, the band have mentioned it being a, a cinematic album, and it certainly meets that criteria and more. And um, certain highlights for me being uh, Zombies, One Cold Day, and uh, In the End I Feel Alive. I agree. I think it's um, it packs some punch when you first listen to it. I mean... I, I am pretty speechless um, listening, um, well, trying to describe what I think about it. It's very, very well put together, as Russ says. There's, well, cyber sleep, we've, we've mentioned before, be, between ourselves, it could be like the soundtrack on a Bond, um, Bond film. Um, I, I would say that there's probably another two, maybe three other tracks that you could have on a soundtrack to a film. I, I think it's it's very well put together. Um, Zombies is one of my favourites. Dime Rise is very catchy, um, and Cybersleep I'm completely in love with. I think as a band they've matured so well as we know over the years, and this is just a masterpiece by them. Yeah, I well, I first heard this this album a while ago now, as you're probably guessing from interviews that I've had with the band between you know or before that it was released. And I'll admit I was quite stunned by how heavy it was i had nothing to go on this was before um dying rise or nothing stands in our way came out so these these songs opened up and i was like whoa what is going on here this is heavy stuff and it is relentless and looking back on it now when i wrote my review i I think to a certain extent my review almost underplaced what i really think of this album i was in real danger when i did my review of just 
using string after string of superlatives to describe it and and that just gets cheesy after a while so i tried to put down what i feel and i think i partially succeeded but i think this is just an absolute stellar release of theirs i think you rush rush you said it when there's a song for everybody on this album and i completely agree every lacuna core fan and there's people that i feel that they moved away from lacuna core after they released in a reverie will find something to like on this album and people that discovered lacuna core with shallow life will find something to love on this album and everyone either side of those it's just it's just such a great album in terms of highlights for me i'm a massive zombie fan i love zombies it's it's a crazy name for a lacuna core song but it works so well nice solo yeah oh, brilliant solo i love that solo uh big big fan of cybersleep Love that start to finish. It's the Kunikoil at their most epic. Um, One Cold Day, which is, isn't it a bit disturbing? That's a bit unsettling, that song. It's a bit creepy in places. So well done. Such a gorgeous melody, gorgeous singing. Uh, I love Victims as well. I think the, the music in Victims is just so, just sublime. Yeah, I'm big, big fan. And if perchance you are listening to this podcast and you've not listened to Broken Crown Halo, Dare I say you've not bought Broken Crown Halo? Well, firstly, just go and listen to it. You can stream it. I think Loudwire offer the stream. Uh, but go and buy the album because it's worth every penny and more. Hell, buy four. That's what I did. I bought four and get a, got a fifth one for free. Uh, but no, seriously, just go and buy this album. It is just such a quality piece of work by the band. Christina and Andrea, when I've spoken to them, say they're so proud of what they've done here. And I absolutely can't see why you wouldn't be. You know, it's just fantastic piece of work they should be very very proud of what they've achieved on this yeah so um i'm sure we're going to review this in greater detail and we'll go into every song and, and so on and so forth but i think we've got a few weeks before we do that haven't we there might be one or two albums in between yeah yeah we, and we still got rest of karma code to do for us don't forget yeah oh i think in terms of our thoughts i think we could probably ramble on for hours on this album it's probably best we don't I will say to people, just, you know, listen to it for yourself. Make up your own mind. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a great album. There you go. Broken Ground Halo. And uh, if you don't like it, uh, nip over to Empty Spire and uh, I might put on a stream of the yodeling from uh, Halo Crown Broken. You never know. You might like that as well. That brings us on to our review this week. Uh, so we can't spend too much time talking about Broken Ground Halo because we still got the rest of Karma Code to review. Mm. And in this one, we are reviewing Invisible Light, I hope. That's the one I thought we were reviewing. That is right, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, Invisible yeah. Light. So who's going first? I think it's Mr. Dyer who's lagging behind in his absence from last week. I think yeah. I probably am, yes. Yeah, I bet he's got a review of the other song on Karma Code now, just to make up for it. Right, so um, what should I start with? Music or lyrics? Um, music, it's very good with the opening. It's almost like a lullaby-type music box. Uh, that's the images that conjure up with me of how it opens. It's 
it's a bit mysterious, etc. Christina's vocals are very different to what we've heard previously on the um, the record, which which works well setting the tone for for this. Um, the guitar work and bass throughout, I really like. That's very um, very noticeable throughout the song, and I think it really works. The, the one thing that I'm not sure about when when you when you have the lyrics in front of you and how the song repeats itself. Uh, I'll come on to that in a minute. Um, whether this is a song that wasn't finished, I'm I'm not too sure about that. Um, lyrically, it's uh, as there are many other themes um, going through previously, as we've discussed. I think this is about um, a relationship and reminiscing on the past type thing, and um, parts of it where it goes almost kind of like classical in in how it's. Um, going through musically it reminds me of something um almost like unleashed memories or coma lies with a bit of entwined thrown in maybe and all in all i think it's it's one of these songs that isn't like out there at the top but it's it's nice nice very nice nice okay fair enough what do you think russ yeah I, i totally agree with what he's just said to be honest um I view this as a I'm trying to have to describe it. It's it's not one of my favourite songs, and it's certainly not my worst. But I would describe it as a, an above, sort of slightly above average Lacuna Coil song, um, without sounding too detrimental. Um, as Mike says, it, it, it's nice um, in terms of the music. Um, <laughs> lyrically, <laughs> it's nice. Let's uh, talk about a uh, lukewarm view. Um, now, in terms of the lyrics, uh, it reminds me a lot of In a Reverie, to be honest. Um, in terms of the darkness, it talks of a relationship, and there's certainly a, a period of, of reflection in that. So. Mike raises an interesting point of, you know, is it another song that's maybe perhaps similar to A Prophet Said in terms of is it how the band envisioned it? And, you know, obviously it is a finished product because it's out and on the album. But I, I don't like to use, as I mentioned earlier, on, you know, talking about Broken Crown Hallie, in which there is no filler. I view Invisible Light not as filler, but it's sort of conveniently placed on Karma Code that sort of it's a song that meanders want of a better word it's not it's not you know to say it's a bad song it's not to say it's a great song it just sort of it's just there and it just is that's probably one of my least uh compelling reviews but that's all i can really think about it to be honest um i do like the guitar textures as mike mentions this sort of a an eastern classical filter and i like the change of textures in the tone but it's sort of one of them songs that just it just is for me fair enough so it's nice and it just is it's <laughs> nice um, and it is I, i'm in a I'm a little bit of disagreement with you guys on this one, actually. Uh, I was wasn't expecting you to say what you said. I must admit, uh, kind of proving that we don't come together beforehand and kind of tell each other what we think of these songs before we start recording. Really, uh, I actually I love this song. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, it's one of the strongest songs on the album for me. Um, maybe I'm looking at it in broad brush terms, but I love the, the the vocal harmony in it. I love the backing vocals from Andrea. I think Christina does a good. Um, she does really well with the with the, the lead on this one. I love the opening to it. I think that uh, it's kind of a slow mood. I think I agree with what you say about the inner reverie kind of thing. I think it's it's one of those songs that could easily be an inner reverie or unleash memories kind of tune, slow, moody. 
it's quite bitter actually it's quite pain-filled if you read the lyrics so i find there's quite a lot of feeling in it which is what i like about it uh, i get a sense that it's about heartbreak or some kind of emotional or even physical abuse and it's got it's lush i think it's marvelous i really like it um the only negative thing i'd say about it is i think the vocals should again like a lot of the songs on karma code the vocals just need to leave that little bit higher in the mix uh in terms of the the lyrics themselves my favorite part is is that second kind of verse from christina where she says uh, what have you ever denied because you're just the one that had it all while i'm just a dice in your hands and no it's not easy and that bit where just after and i'm just a dice in your hands then the kind of bass kicks in and then you get the guitars kind of solo after and and no it's not easy and yeah there is lots of repeating and then in, in the next verse, you go, will I suffer in vain? You're feeling all my fears. I cannot escape. You're here in my head. And then you got that great instrumental and synths and the keyboards. I, and I, just, I don't know. I'm a big, big fan of this. I could never consider it a skipper. But, you know, each to his own. I appreciate that um, you guys aren't as big a fans of Invisible Night as I am. I, I, I love it. One of my favourites. So what would you give it in terms of numbers, Mike? I was going to say six, but I'll say six point five. It's, it's okay. Fair enough. What about you, Russ? He took the exact words out of my mouth. I was going to lean for exactly the same, and I've put, been pushed up and convinced to a six point five. Wasn't me, was it? I didn't push you up by half a point. Well, yeah, it, it just yeah. sort of, as you mentioned, the fact that we're not disagreeing, but obviously we've got different interpretations of the song, which is which is great because it mm. again goes back to what we mentioned earlier is. The band, it just goes to show how diverse they are, that there is a song for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. One thing I was going to say, Mike, you said in your review that there's yeah. a kind of a, um, a, I don't, what did you say, a classical sound about it? Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. Can you imagine this song backed by an orchestra? Yes. A full orchestra? Yes. Which how is why I gave it. What, which cool is, would that be? Come which on. is why I gave it the knock up to six point five because I can think of like the S and M thing that Metallica did. This would work perfectly for something like that. This would be epic. I'd yes. love to see a full string orchestra. Well, a full orchestra with with strings and and um, air and the whole thing. Oh, that'd be amazing with this song. I think it was, it's made for it. And I, I get that sense from the instrumental that there's a real feeling they were trying to create a orchestral feel about it. I'll be big fan of this song. So I heard a 6.5 and a 6.5. Well, I'm going to come in with a 9. I don't care. That's my wow. opinion. Crikey. I love this song. I think it's great. And it's one of my favourites. So there you go. But, you know, each to his own. It's still coming out a pretty good number, even taking into account you guys letting me down. <laughs> now you've mentioned the classical version, I'd like to hear this sort of stripped down acoustic. Mm, there's a thought. We're never going to hear that, of course, but you never know, I suppose. You could convince them. Seems unlikely. No, no. But, you know, single yeah. Anyway, there we'll we go. See. It'd be good. Maybe we can get them to do a, um, a reinterpretation of Invisible Life Invisible life, invisible light to uh, bump up your scores a little bit. So we got a orchestral version and an acoustic stripped down version. See if we can get you guys to like it a bit more. Well, that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. Uh, you can get in 
can of course get in contact with us via the empty spiral website which is www.emptyspiral.net and you can click on the podcast link on the front page where once you're on that page of course you can listen to all the podcasts as well as give us some feedback uh and contact us directly if you want to be on the podcast or talk to us or ask us any questions you can of course as well contact us via our facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash empty spiral.net as well as twitter where we're at empty spiral net uh, we're quite active on twitter so you know, follow us if you want to get lacuna core news uh send us a message whatever you want there we've just joined the tumblr network so if you're a tumblr user then of course you can uh touch base with us there we've got a page there and uh, i actually started sort of polishing my g plus page for empty spiral this week but it's got a long way to go you know we're trying to invade every social network we can um so there we are that's that's us for this week i hope you have a great week i hope you've managed to pick up at least one copy of a broken crown halo and if you've only got one buy another and uh, if you've not bought one yet go and buy it and listen to it because it's a brilliant album and you deserve it well your ears deserve it so go and do it anyway look forward to catching up with you soon take care everybody cheers and this is goodbye from russ Really, Mike? Nice. <laughs> nice. Like a bit of Battenberg. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't get more English tonight if you tried, you know. What's your critical review of this song? Well, my name's Mike and I think it's nice. Hi, my name's Russ and this song just is. We should do this in the uh, we should compare this to food. So if if Invisible Life was a cake, what kind of cake? Invisible Life? Come I'd on, get the again. song right, man. Keep Come on. Maybe I'm... I might Start even be Madonna a song. song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that again. If Invisible Light, Invisible Light, by the way, not Invisible. If Invisible Light was a cake, what yes. cake would it be? Um, I, <laughs> now I would say angel cake because that's three layers. We've got three different opinions, and there could be three different interpretations of oh, this. Give me a break! Angel cake is just Battenberg without the bit around the edge, and you know it. Come on, hold on, yeah. She's angel cake is Battenberg with a bit of cream with no marzipan. Come on, don't well, try to yeah. sneak that one in there. What about you, Russ? What would this cake be? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think now. What would this cake be? Um, for some reason I've got bourbon stuck in my head as in the biscuit <laughs> which technically isn't a cake don't you start talking about Jaffa no so way we're not going to go down to the pub. I don't know we got an answer for us uh, yes bourbon bourbon biscuit that's not, not a cake not technically a cake I know it's not a cake but I had bourbon stuck in my head I don't know why he said to me invisible light I think bourbon biscuit I don't know why alright fair enough I've asked the question and I haven't got an answer myself, by the way. Uh, I'm thinking probably bait and walnut. about <laughs> <laughs> Madeira cake? I'm no, just about to say Madeira. No, they're boring. I like date and walnut cakes. They're rich. Yeah, it's, it's sort of, um, you know, yellowy. It's the colour of light. Lemon drizzle. <laughs> you cannot compare this is... invisible light to a lemon drizzle cake. That's just wrong. I don't know about Broken Crown Halo. This has gone into Broken Crown Chaos. <laughs> broken Crown Biscuits. Oh, my God. You guys are t- no, no, sorry. No way uh, I'm having lemon drizzle. What about scones? They're nice. Scones. 
Scones. Oh, yeah, Scones. Sorry. We're putting it on the podcast voice again. Or an Eccles cake. No, they just look like dead flies. Oh. Yeah, they are a bit shit. <laughs> anyway, even, as a, even as a vegetarian with a, a limited palate that you know has to survive on shit food, I wouldn't eat that. 